if you don't go to sleep, the bogeyman will come to get you. And that's what they told me. Yeah. How fucking terrifying is that? I'm not saying that Angela Merkel is Joseph Mengele. <laughs> Prime Minister of Germany. So random. Fucking angel of death. <laughs> Uh, when they step out of the car to investigate, their ankles get sliced open with a knife. Ooh. Imagine that. This is the shittest urban legend. Goodbye. <laughs> Great. Fucking top class banner there, isn't it? Yeah, great banner. Jesus. Yeah, fucking yeah, banner. Great, great banner. Yeah, great banner. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Hello and welcome back to the OCP, the original Copycats podcast. We are back for season two, (laughs) episode three. And how the fuck are you? All right. It's been, what's it been? A week? We're quite regular with these now, aren't we? It's been just over a week. Just over, yeah. Because we we took a little bit of a break because we were having a lot to edit and our computers were being a bit yeah stupid wasn't syncing up was it the information yeah i'm still about four episodes or clips sorry down from our last recording so but we're getting there we're getting there so more uh, regularly now so yeah so hopefully you should have uh an episode every week every two weeks maybe something like that not too bad for our standards considering before this, it was five months before yeah. that we yeah. fucking uploaded. We've, we've done more in the last month than we've done in the last two years. Yes, and of... at the time of recording this, we are currently on 198 downloads on, on our host site. Thank you very much. Which means that it took us six months to get our first 100 downloads. Yes. And it's only taken us two months to, get to pretty much get another 100. Get another so 100. we are well on the way to improving, yeah. and I'm very proud of us both. It's good. It's a nice. It's a nice feeling, isn't it? It is. And before anybody says anything, all right, we can only download it really once each without getting bored of our own voices. So before yes. you say we've downloaded it 98 times between us, uh, no, <laughs> you're uh, right. <laughs> Alex might have done. <laughs> I got to edit the fuckers. I, I'm sick of us. We get sick and tired of our own bloody voices, but it's, yeah. it's so much fun. So. Um, we're going to continue, but yeah, so thank you very much for the near 200 downloads that we've received so far. Yes, thank you to everyone that gives a shit. Yes, it's nice to know people out there actually do give a shit. Thank you. So, uh, without further ado... Adieu. 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 I think we should get into anus. Jump into anus. Jump into an anus. Jump in, oh. Christ, that would be a fucking gaping hole, wouldn't it, if you could jump in it? Well, it depends who's jumping in it, mate. Yeah, if you're jumping in it, it's kind of a... It's a gaping hole, but not... Why are we on... No, hang a on. sausage down a corridor. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Get, get us... Move them. Roll the music. <laughs> yeah, cue the music. Okay, so to kick off Anus, uh, we will start with a story that made me laugh just from the title to be honest and Go on, it is 
Cat owner convinced Pet is responding to them with a Northern <laughs> Irish accent. Oh, I, I passed this on Facebook, so I've seen the title, yes. Oh, no. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's got a video, but it just keeps buffering, and I can't seem to load it. So, we will just read the description. So, when home with our pets, we can't help but talking... We can't help talking to them. <laughs> Alex can't We're help off but not to be a able good to start. Talk, so. Fuck me. Uh, When home with our pets, we can't help talking to them as if they really understand what we're saying. One man from Northern Ireland was recently doing just this, chatting to his cat, when he noticed something rather amusing. Okay. The cat seemed to be responding to the owner's comments, but it gets even more bizarre. Mm. Ian Allen recorded himself speaking to his cat and joked that the feline's meows sound like he has a Northern Irish accent. In this clip, which we can't play, Ian asks the cat if he's a good boy. The black cat meows and says, like, it sounds like he's saying, I. Hey. I mean, that picture... <laughs> that, the picture in correspondence to this is essentially a cat after a sneeze, um, pretty much. <laughs> it looks like he's just finished sneezing. That's funny. Yeah, you can clip that image out. Alex was looking away, so I I will uh I'll post the picture on Instagram for people who want to see it. <laughs> it's essentially a, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Sneeze. The 40-year-old sent the video to his brother Michael who liked it so much that he shared it on social oh, media. Oh, so Michael's claiming all the benefits then. Fucking wanker. Fucking Michael. Uh, <laughs> In a post on Twitter, he wrote, I swear my brother's cat has a Northern Irish... Northern Irish... Northern Ireland accent. Aye. Aye. (laughs) The tweet has since gone viral, with the video garnering over 216,000 views. More than 14,000 people have liked the video, and thousands of retweets and replies. Many people commented to share their thoughts as well as the quirky things that their pets do. Yes. So if anybody does have a weird cat or something that talks to you, uh, let us know. Let us know, Because please. we'd be interested to know. And we'll yeah. talk about that on the next episode. Very intrigued. Uh, My yeah. dog licks his own arsehole. Like I mean, every other dog does. Yeah. Nothing special about my, No, I can't say that. She's lovely. There's a lot of things special about my dog, in my personal opinion. But she just licks her ass. And shits all over the... She doesn't stand still when she shits. I mean, not a lot of dogs do, to be honest. My dog used to just sort of walk a marathon. Yeah. Whilst... It's like you can't shit in one place. You've got to spread spread it everywhere. <laughs> there she is. There's her input. She's like, oh, stop talking about my Stop ass. talking about my shit. Right, so the next one. Yeah. <clears throat> Waitrose mocked by shoppers for selling £6 autumn foliage as leaves are free outside. That pretty much sums up my opinion on this whole thing. <laughs> Those are nice looking leaves, though. I mean, the picture we've got here is literally a bag like you've got for flowers. Yeah. And Full it's just leaves, in it? It's just leaves, yeah. But Those are some nice leaves. Yeah. I mean... They've probably been cleaned off and... Yeah. You know. But what else do you men to do with leaves that gather up in the car park? Well, they can, I use them for compost. Cause yeah, but you're a gardener. Yeah, exactly. You're not a fucking retail no, supermarket. Um, I work at a hotel, so I use my leaves for a compost. But supermarkets trying to sell theirs. 
Why have I got that accent? I don't know. I just thought <laughs> if I tried to portray you just as me, it's just me portraying you in my voice, and it just wouldn't work. Yeah. Okay. We'll move on. So um, just for an accent out there. See what summer is officially over, and autumn is finally here. Bring on the pumpkin spice lats. Lats. Lattes. Lattes. Is that what that says? The apostrophe. Yeah. Fucking Jesus. Yeah. But you said pumpkin spice, and I was like, I know where that's going. I'm, right. I drowned, must, drowned it out then. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Halloween and cosy sweater weather. To truly get into the uh, autumnal spirit, you might want to decorate your home for the season, and Waitrose has just the thing Course to get they you do. started. Although some shoppers aren't best pleased about it. No, but you're shopping at Waitrose. Stop fucking complaining. This is the thing that I'm thinking, because it's like Waitrose takes fucking liberties anyway. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, here's a cheesecake for like 50 quid. What's it made of? Fucking cheese. (laughs) (laughs) If it said Aldi is trying to sell leaves, I'd be like, yeah, all right, it's Aldi. I mean, there's shit served on pallets. Um... And you can get Wellington boots in the same aisle as baked beans. So, you know, that's fine. Leaves make sense. Yeah, they've got Waitrose, the big baskets they can put them in. Waitrose. The, one of those leaves probably cost two fifty. <laughs> two fifty. <laughs> two fifty. £2.50 um, each. You're getting them in a bouquet for about... You could buy a tree for that. You could buy a tree, what, for two fifty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the supermarket has come under fire from customers who spotted that they were selling bunch of uh, bunches of autumn seasonal foliage alongside bouquets of flowers. The foliage is essentially a packet of green and brown leaves, which will set you back six pounds. I mean, six pounds for fuck's sake. That's not even a good number. Make it like a, a, a fiver. Exactly. So you can just you know, go and... You know, around Easter time, I can get two decent-sized Easter eggs for a fiver. Oh, they couldn't see my hand. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw your fucking pasty white pointy fingers. <laughs> um, appalled shoppers were quick to point out one major flaw with the item that they could easily go outside and pick the leaves off the ground for free. I mean, you, you don't could. have to be a fucking genius to work that out, but I mean, who, who the fuck is shopping at Waitrose and is a genius? Who the fuck shopping at Waitrose and thinking, yeah, I'll pick something off the floor? Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. Again, like if, they, okay. they will be seen dead picking yeah. something off the floor. Potatoes, you can pick out the ground. Why don't you go do that yourself as well? <laughs> and problem. carrots, pretty much all your ve- all your veg. There you go. Get an allotment. Start growing your own. You don't have to go shop at Waitrose then. The product description reads: <laughs> <laughs> It's a new segment on this podcast. <laughs> The product description reads, bring oh, shit. me... I do that every fucking time. Every time. I hit the mic. I go to, like, pull my T-shirt out so, I'm, you know, it's not sticking to me or whatever, bollocks. for whatever. And I hit the fucking mic every oh, time. Damn child. I know, um, I'm sorry. All right, bring the outdoors indoors and brighten up your home with the freshly picked flowers that reflect the colours of the season. All right, well, they're not flowers, are they? No, they're leaves. Uh, <laughs> falling on the ground. Dog's probably pissed on them. It adds that the leaves are only good for five days. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> five days? What are they doing? Taking them home and spreading them across their front lo- uh, front garden or something? I don't know. Maybe they're like... Oh, I've got to get up. the leaves. You could, like, put a pin and string through them and hang them. They last for five days, mate. It's going to take four and a half days putting them on the fucking string. 
someone well, wasn't what, good in school. What if you put the... No, especially not with arts and crafts, mate. You know, I'm not playing with fucking leaves. But imagine you've got this bag, yeah, and you're like sprinkling them over your front garden. You've got, you know, you've got guests coming around their days out, make it look really nice. And then they turn up and like, oh, these are lovely leaves. And Hang on, Sandra's not got any bloody trees. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, oh no she's bought those six pound bouquet from for fucking waitrose well <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go well done sandra talking to uh twitter a customer named sharon hanley shared a snap of the foliage and wrote hello at waitrose i applaud you for trying to sell customers a bunch of leaves for six pounds you are having an autumnal laugh Great. Fucking top class banter nice. there, isn't it? Yeah, great banter. Jesus. Yeah, fucking, yeah, fucking great, great banter. Yeah, great banter, fucking yeah. She later added that all joking aside, was that a joke? Uh, it did look like top quality foliage. Yeah, top quality foliage. <laughs> Go on, fucking boy, this top quality foliage. Foliage. <laughs> Just like someone fucking... Opens their trench coat and they got leaves inside. You're a boss of foliage, you're a boss of foliage. <sighs> Her tweet garnered plenty of attention with hundreds of people liking it and sharing their thoughts. Yeah, who cares? Not me. Man, Jesus. Oh, it goes on. Do we really need to le- read this? I don't know, you... I haven't read through this, that's I... why. There you go, I saw... <laughs> yeah, one person replied, a bag of actual leaves. I'll sell you a bin bag of leaves for 10p. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's a good deal. Right, well, we'll move on from that. Basically, you get the idea that Waitrose are, are piss-taking bastards. Yeah, but we knew uh, that. Yeah. Because yeah, it's so Waitrose. They're not going to be sponsoring unless you, us. Um, unless you want to, and in that case, we will shop at Waitrose continuously for the rest of our lives. Um, yeah. And I will never moan about the prices of your food. To be completely honest with you, I've I will. Never, I've never st- stepped foot in a Waitrose. No, I, I don't think I have, actually. I've driven past them, but I've never actually been in one. Hmm. There you go. Um... Right. Take with that, do what you will with that information. So for our last story (laughs) on uh, anus, we've got... Harry Potter spells can summon evil. Mm. So this is basically a story of a pastor who believes uh, that the books contain real spells to summon evil demons and whatnot. Olivia's heart. Stop it, Ron. Stop. <laughs> oh, God, don't ever do that again. Don't you do <laughs> Ronald Weasley. It's Leviosa. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> I feel like you've practiced that voice for when somebody sees you in an alleyway. Mate, I say this all the time with certain friends. <laughs> anyway, so... A private Catholic school in Nashville. Oh, for fuck's sake. What? Of course it's fucking Nashville. Nashville. I was like, the first thing I did was look at the camera. What, is it fucked up already? (laughs) (laughs) No. A private Catholic school in Nashville has claimed that the Harry Potter books contain actual spells and curses. St. Edward Catholic School in Tennessee, which teaches children up to 8th grade has taken steps to remove every copy of J.K. Rowling's popular book series from its library because its pastor, Reverend Daniel Rehill, believes that they contain actual spells capable of summoning evil spirits. It's pastor. 
It's a me trying to get rid of the Harry Potter. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Isn't it pasture? No, that's a, a pasture. bit of land. Is that's it? where like cows graze. That's a pasture. Field. A field. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. <laughs> Just you're saying pasta. And the first thing yeah. that pops into mind is, is yeah, Taglatelli or something. Taglatelli, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's perfect. These book books prevent These brooks. These brooks prevent These brooky books. These books present magic as both good and evil, which is not true, but in fact a clever deception, he wrote. The curses and spells which are used in this book are actual curses and spells, which, when read by a human being, risk conjuring evil spirits into the presence of the person reading the text. Well, I'm fucked. Yeah, no, you're done, mate. I've read these things through about six times. So I haven't. Well, you're not, all right then. Not read one. The Harry Potter series, which, fuck you, uh, which has often drawn <laughs> Not criticism. Not insult it, I just said I didn't know. No, it. but yeah, yeah, there was intent there, uh, all right? There? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there? <laughs> was there really? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the I Harry would. Potter series, which has often drawn criticism from religious groups due to its portrayal of wizards, witches, and the occult, is well known for its often dark spells, including the infamous Avada Kedavra, or Stephen Ooh. Fry pronounces it in the audiobooks, Avada Kedavra, <laughs> uh, which is the killing curse, and Crucio, which is used to torture an unfortunate subject. All of these, however, are purely fictitious and utterly meaningless in the real world. Or so they say. Or so they say. This hasn't stopped St. Edward Catholic School from removing it from its shelves, though. Sorry. Uh, Reverend Dan Rehill is well within its auth- his authority to act in that matter. Each pastor has canonical authority to make sure such decisions for his parish... Uh, sorry. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, each Paris pastor Hilton. has canonical authority to make such decisions for his parish school, says Rebecca Hamill, superintendent of the school for the Catholic... Diocese of Nashville. So basically, yeah, that guy's a nutter. Um, Mm. Most fucking... I'm not going to go there. Uh, Not going to go there. I'm going to go there. Anyway, so There you go. There's a reference. (laughs) And that wasn't too bad either. (laughs) I'll take that. Thank you. Ringer in my butt. That was so random for anybody else <laughs> but us. Oh, There's a ringer in my brain. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that needs to go down. Yeah, that does a little bit. We can hear so. it in the headphones. I did then, yeah. Might right. be wise to go back on the spot of uh, the audacity. audacity and make sure. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. But yeah, I finally got my Scooby-Doo in there. About <laughs> time. Right. Thank so. You. That's the end of Anus. Oh. Uh, And that was a nice transition into our topic for today, which is urban legends. Uh, we're going to be doing part one today and part two in Halloween. If I told you that, I can't remember. So uh, let's get on to... How do you want to do this bit? Do you want to do it? maybe one of yours, one of mine? Yeah, one of we yours? can do one of mine. What I'm going to do is run through a few that I knew when I was younger Yep, and see if you... Knew them too. See if I knew them. Okay. Okay, so we'll start off with... Because 
we're avid listeners of the Happy Hour Happy podcast Hour. with Jack May. Um, they told a story in their Urban Legend one about the... Uh, what was it? There was a few. There was a, two that were very similar. There was one with the hook. Oh, the hook. Where uh, Lover's tried, Lane and stuff. Yeah, where he yeah, tried yeah. to open the car door and they drove off and the hook, and the hook was hanging on stuff. the handle. And there was one where it, was a, it wasn't necessarily hooked. There. It was a guy that escaped... And yeah, there was a Don't mental back, case. And, Steve and that was a different one. Was that a different one? Yeah, that sure? was one yeah. where the guy was in the back of the car. The woman was in the back of the car. No, the, the woman was in the front, and the bloke was in the back of the car, and the lorry was oh, no, not flashing that one. the lights. No, the... That was Don't Look Back. No, it was the one where she was hidden in the back seat where the, the car broke down. The boyfriend yeah, the, got out. Is... I don't think that was called Don't Look Back. Yeah, because the police officer said Don't Look Back as she was walking oh, away. Oh, yeah, of course it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, I stand corrected. Fuck yourself. And now um, he's meant to be the smart one. <laughs> so fucking toss it. This um, one is very similar to the "Don't Look Back" one. Oh, I like that about. one um, as well. Should we was... do the "Don't Look Back" one just as a clarification for people? Okay, that... yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we we've referenced that. it, and there's no so, point. Do you want to do those? It? Yeah, I can. I'll yeah. Tell it. Do you remember the story? Yeah. Yeah. You much. forgot the title of it, so I'm just making sure that. Yeah. So there's this lorry that's a killer, and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's not even how that other story goes. <laughs> but go on him. Uh, yeah, so basically, uh, the story that they reference, what well, we, we've just referenced, is called Don't Look Back. And it was a story of two people, a uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, who were driving along and they stopped somewhere to basically make out, I believe. I don't know if it was the making out or the car broke down because he had to make an excuse as to get out of the car, didn't he? The boyfriend did. But yeah, yeah also, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But before you continue... I do, I do know this story, yeah, guys. <laughs> before he continues, obviously there was on the radio reports of somebody ah, just yes. escaped. escaped. Was yeah, it a mental was, asylum? Uh, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I, he, you he might have a, referenced it in a minute. He was basically thought. a murderer yeah. and a psycho. And he'd been escaped from prison or wherever. Wherever he was And so out. people were on the lookout uh, to get safe, as they say on they, the happy they hour. Do, yes. <laughs> get safe. <laughs> oh, classic. Um, so the boyfriend is like right okay the car's broken down I need to go into town and find a mechanic or something like that to fix the car so he says lock the doors don't open the car until you hear a specific knock and it'll be three knocks knocks. and so she goes okay And so she gets in the back and she gets down in the footwell or something like that and she covers herself over so that no one can see her he goes off and she, he's gone for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. And I believe he comes back and he knocks on the window three times. No. And she's ready to open the door, but then there's a fourth knock. No, it's, you're not far from the story that they told, but it's, it's not instant knock, knock, knock. It'll make sense by the end oh, of the story. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's so like... It's, yeah. Yeah. Like that. She's just about to get ready to open the door on the third knock and then the fourth knock comes and she stays hidden. Yeah. Yeah. So she waits and eventually there's another load of knocking on the door yeah. on the window and it's uh, a voice that shouts uh, whatever police. police department yeah, you need yeah. to come out of the car you're safe don't worry. Yeah. And so she does and as she's being transported to the police car the police officer says 
don't look back. Yeah, he's shielding her head. Yeah. Making sure, but obviously but temptation. she does look back. Yeah, temptation gets and her And isn't the boyfriend hanging from the yes, tree above? and it's his foot and that's tapping on And it's his feet the, that are tapping... On the car. The car. Yeah, that is one of the most horrific stories, but it's also, you know, a story that really puts an image in your head. Mm. For me, out of that whole episode, even though I loved every story that was said on that episode, that one's the one that will stick with me for a long time. And it stuck with me because I knew that story, but slightly differently. That's why yours comes and into it, so yeah. so this one, I've just written hanging from tree here. But that's and good. That, you know what that reference to. Yeah, so, that's so my version of this story that I was told when I was in school, it scared the shit out of me. And I was so a very timid child. Ours, so. Oh my God, that was terrifying. The fucking plant that's eating people. I didn't like the triffids. I didn't like the crinoids on Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know why I brought that up. I just thought it was really funny. After Jesus Christ, and you had all the kids that were like, "Feed me," and I'm like, "Shut up, <laughs> stop it, give me well, fucking PTSD from Little Shop of Horrors." Nah. Anyway. Well, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to keep interrupting, but it's just This funny. story was very similar. So there's a boyfriend and girlfriend driving down. Yep. Their car breaks down. It needs fuel. And so the boyfriend's like, right, there's a petrol station just up the road. I will go and get some petrol. And okay. he says, um, stay in the car because there was also reports on the radio of a murder on the loose. Okay. So the woman does that. But she can't see anything because it's absolutely pissing it down with rain. Okay. And she can hear, after a while, she can hear this sort of noise on the roof of the car, but she's not sure what it is. And so there's probably a a few details missing, but from what I remember, that happens quite quickly. She gets out of the car and it's her boyfriend hanging upside down and it's his nails scraping on the roof oh, of the car. Oh, that's horrible. And that was what stuck with me because I was like, holy shit. That's horrible. The feet hitting the roof of the car is probably better than the nails because the nails is like, oh God, I don't like that. Yeah. Because it's got that added And you've got to think as well, obviously the hanging on the first story was what killed him. Yeah. But if he's hanging from his feet, yeah. he's been killed some other way. He's been way. killed some other way and dragged and, on the top. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's but I think she a... didn't hear it to start with because there was a storm or something. Yeah, yeah. So it hides it. And so, yeah. yeah. I butchered that, but so did that guy. But, um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that was the version that I knew. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple of others here. Do you want me to just run through the very short ones I've got? Yeah. Well, I've got a quick question for you just beforehand. Um, okay. We've not specified if they have to be scary urban legends, have we? No, they don't have to be scary. That's fine, because I've got... Because, I mean, we could do the non-scary ones now for part one or some scary ones. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then we can do the scary for ones for yeah, part yeah. two. Because my first one, when we're ready for me to take over, I've just reread. Uh, sorry, not my first one, my second one. I've just reread as not being a scary one at all. Okay. But I liked it. That's why I've well, said it. Urban legends don't have to be scary. They no. can just be word of mouth or myth or something like well, that. Well, yeah. The, the fact know. of them being an urban legend is implied that there was once a story that has just been passed on through generations for yeah. scare factor or just because it's a nice story that's been told. Most of these stories realistically can't be real. But some of the, my first two there is a possibility that there is a bit of realism to them. Mm. I, I, I can't give you any facts on if they've happened, but when I tell you the stories, you'll be like, well, it's not impossible. Yeah. You know what I mean? That might be the same for other ones, but um, except for my last one, which is 
Um, one I have heard personally, but and I know it's, it's it involves ghosts. So Ooh, I'm intrigued. Yeah, but yeah, if you want to read a couple more of yours, then if you've got um... okay, well they're they're only short anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so these are just ones that, like I said, I heard in school, and I just wondered if anyone else out there knew these or was told these, or if you knew them. I uh, yeah, it's um, so it's nice to hear. Not the bogeyman, nice. obviously. I know the. Boogeyman. I feel like the bogeyman or the boogeyman. I know the boogeyman is. Yeah quite a common yeah. one because Americans call it the boogeyman and the English call it the bogeyman I don't know I'm because 100% English no of course Scottish it's bogeys and in English is bogeys I thought boogie is in bogeys just... in America is booger yeah but booger I, I didn't see it as like a man just this just made of bogeys see I did when see, I was I younger see I never did because my parents never really explained what it was no they just said, oh, it's the bogeyman. And I was like, oh, well, bogeys come through your nose. He yeah. must be like a slimy guy. I can see something. what you mean, which is still, in some sense, quite terrifying. I yeah. Guess. But I always saw it as just just some creature that was just a little bit scary. Well, I didn't know anything about him. I just knew no, it's the only, bogeyman. No, it's only recently, because I obviously had a re- bit of research done for this episode, that I actually figured out what the bogeyman is. delved into it a little bit more. And I was like, holy shit, that's pretty dark. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as a child, I was shit scared of the bogeyman being in my room because he was like described to me as a shadowy figure. Yeah. Uh, by my parents, and they said, you know, he'll get you if you don't go to sleep. The bogeyman will come to get you, and that's what they told me. Yeah. How fucking terrifying is that? Have yeah. you ever tried to fall asleep forcefully? Um, no. No. I have. Because you can't. Oh no, I can't at Christmas time. That's yeah, the yeah, that's the time. Yeah. Like, you can't fall asleep when you want yeah. to fall asleep. I used to cry like myself that. to sleep at Christmas, and I used to... I, I can openly admit this, because it's not embarrassing now. It might be, but... My, <laughs> we, me and my brother used to share bunk beds. Yeah. And just to, Obviously, I'm just going off of your forcibly trying to get a sleep story. Mm-hmm. But it got to a point where I was... He was on top bunk, I was on bottom bunk. Yeah. And it got to a point where I used to stand next to him, stare him in the face. He doesn't know this, by the way, so if he is listening... <laughs> Alex, all right. Um, I used to cry while staring at him out of jealousy that the fact that this cunt went to sleep. Yeah, so I used to stare at him in the face. This would be about one one a.m., two a.m. So mm. when you're a believer, it's quite an important time of night for you at Christmas Eve, going on to Christmas Day because you're like, this is when he's coming. Yeah, I don't think I was a believer right then. I just wanted the presents. Mm. So, uh, you know, I was just excited to go to sleep, get the time passed as quickly as possible, wake up, sit downstairs with my family, open my presents. But I used to stare at him, <laughs> cry my eyes out through jealousy of the fact that he could sleep and with ease and then wake up the next day. And then I'd end up just crying myself to sleep. That's not too weird because I used to also cry... If I couldn't fall asleep, not at Christmas time, but just generally, uh, so because strange little man. <laughs> at least I and had you a have my pity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was mostly when I was around my dad's <sighs> because I never used to want to go to sleep when I was around my dad's because I not see him very often. So when I did get to see him, I wanted to spend as much time as I could with him, and so going to sleep meant that I had school the next day, and that was oh, it yeah. for another week. Yeah. Um, but I also believe that if you didn't fall asleep, you would die. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So this was a deep set fear 
of mine because I'm shit scared of death as a general thing, and especially as a child. Um, God, I just so can, you can imagine me laying there. It's getting to about one o'clock in the morning. My dad's still up. He's on the computer. And I'd come downstairs and I'd be like, I can't sleep. And he'd be like, well, just go and try. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't help. Uh, you know. So I'd go up there and I'd be crying because I couldn't sleep. And I thought, if I don't sleep, I will die. And my dad didn't seem to ever really care about it. And I was like, why don't you care that I'm going to die, Dad? It's probably like I could finally get some peace and quiet on the computer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You know, my dad told me one... Th- uh, not, he didn't just tell me one thing. He's told me many things. But one thing that always sticks in my mind is it It averagely takes a human about half an hour to drift off into a deep sleep. I heard seven minutes. Yeah, I heard... I heard how, From the start of you closing your eyes and doing nothing. Yeah. And the whole concept of you, you know, relaxing and finally dozing off to then going into a deep sleep. Mm-hmm. I think, because that takes a long time. Yeah, I suppose you go through um, REM sleep as well, don't you? Which yeah. is rapid eye movement. Mm. Um, but even this, the the bits where you think you're drifting away and then you you wake up again. Yeah. And then you drift off again. That could happen in a matter of minutes, but it just all adds up to that, I think, to that final well, half an hour. I think also it's a fact that when you are tired as well, you get emotional about things. Yeah. Because when I you're a child, so like a toddler shit. as well, yeah, you just cry when you're tired. I yeah. think that never really leaves us as humans. Well, I don't cry when I'm tired anymore. I just go to no. sleep. But, um... No, I, I I can't remember really when the last time I cried when I was tired was. But yeah, last week. Um... The last time you slept around your dad's? <laughs> oh, God, what? Six years ago? Six years ago. Um, I don't know why I looked at my watch there. Hey, one freckle past two hairs. Do you remember that? Oh, God, that used to piss me off. That did used to piss me off. Because everyone used to say it all the time. You're yeah. like, yeah, it's not funny anymore. Can you tell me what the time is? <laughs> Half past freckle. <laughs> One freckle past two hours. Anyway, so the bogeyman. Yeah. There's a little bit of uh, stuff on Wikipedia here, which I'll read to you. Go on in. Uh, so. Oh, hello. Hello. Fucking nonce. Did he say Pepper Pig? That's what I heard. I don't know. We'll listen back to the recording. And see Probably what he said. not going to stay in. But... Um, so, the bogeyman, also spelled bogeyman <laughs> bogeyman boogeyman boogie monster boogeyman it said boogeyman twice um boogie woogie boogie woogle it says boogie woogie oh sorry i was i was looking i thought he said boogie woogle is a type of mythical creature used by adults to frighten children into good behavior now first off i was going to say this to you um how fucked up is that right to start i know you're thinking well, I've got a child, so I kind of understand, right? What, about getting them to sleep? No, to frighten them into good behaviour. Yeah, but my child's too. I could tell her about the boogeyman until the cows really come home. She wouldn't understand. No, but I mean, you can probably understand to a level that if a child's pissing you off and being naughty, yeah. you say, look, if you don't do this, you're going to sit on the stairs or something. Which oh, is yeah, a, yeah. Te- like, basically the same thing as, like, if you don't do this, you'll get something you don't want, which is the bogeyman getting you. Which is the yeah, same premise as if you don't do this, sit on the naughty step. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's more of a dark punishment. That's where the dummy comes in. Because you're like, if she won't shut up and get a bed... Just chuck a mannequin bonk. Her, No, <laughs> not bed. You put her, as Isabel calls it, her gully gully in. Yeah. And then, that's it. She shuts up. Well, what I'm getting I don't advise is... that, by the way, because... Oh, chuck it's a, a mannequin at her. 
that, that as well. Um, the the dummy is. I, I'm not here to give parenting tips, by the way. Just throwing it out there. But the dummy's a very good tool to shut your kid up. But my God, is it a horrible habit to try and get him out of? There you go. Ran over or in Josh's top tips. Um. <laughs> well, I was thinking. Um, it's you. You never really think about it when you're a kid that your parents are trying to frighten you. Well, that's the thing. And I, that's kind of fucked. You're, obviously, you're saying that this is a story that was told to you this, about yeah. the big man. See, I never had any of you this. You never had this. I never had any story. Well, your parents loved you then. That's debatable. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, my parents never told me a story of, if you don't go to bed, this will happen. If you don't do this, this will happen. There was yeah. none of that in my childhood. It mm. was just go to fucking bed. If you don't go to bed now... It was more like, if you don't go to bed now, you won't get put in tomorrow or some yeah. bollocks like that. It was never like a, a ghost story. That was to... more so what happened to me when my parents split up. Yeah. And I met my stepdad. He was much more like, look, fuck all this bogeyman bollocks. Yeah. If you don't do this, I'm going to fucking hurt you. <laughs> That's <laughs> wow. a joke, by That's, the way. Yeah. And, and um, he's not a violent man. Uh, yes, he is. He but... but um... <laughs> In the nicest um, way possible, Andley. Andley? Andley? <laughs> Andley. My, my tongue got a bit too big for my mouth there. Andy, nothing personal. Right, we do love you. You don't listen. I think I got a hug from Andy once. You didn't. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking. Andy loves me more. Probably does, to be fair. Called you a fat prick earlier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's our cute little nicknames for each other. <laughs> you can't call him cunt face. <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, the bogeyman to me was just a shadowy figure, Yeah, technically speaking, but in my mind, it was a... Don't hate me, I'm stretching my legs out. Slimy wolf game of footsie. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so sorry. I Um, think next time we need to move this party back over to the dining room now that the fridge has been moved. Yes, yeah, good idea. Um, So, the bogeyman has no specific appearance, and conceptions vary drastically by household and culture. But it is most commonly depicted as a masculine or androgynous monster, which yeah. basically means it doesn't have a sex, um, that punishes children for misbehaviour. The bogeyman, or a somewhat related creature, can be found in every culture. Bogeymen may target a specific act or general misbehaviour, depending on what purpose needs serving. Mm. Often based on a warning from the child's authority figure, the term bogeyman is sometimes used in a non-specific personification or metonym for terror, and in some cases, the devil. The devil. Dun dun dun. So yeah, basically, it's just there's no real shape to the bogeyman. No, he's well, he's whatever a parent has wanted to f- put that the image into a child's yeah. head, isn't it? Really? And it's it's weird that I knew he, him knew he. I knew him as the bogeyman, and you know him as the boogeyman. I think it's because and as well, that's just though, through cultural things yeah, on the television. But what you've just admitted to then that is was obviously... Josh's finger. Sorry. <laughs> what you've just admitted then towards the bogeyman, as you put it, is that that was a, an aspect of your childhood that was brought up on a regular basis mm. if you didn't go to sleep. I've also just admitted that the boogeyman, as I knew him, yes, probably through TV and all that, yeah. it was never imprinted in my life. It was never a punishment. So I had no reason to try and remember or dictate a name for the character because I never had any resemblance or issues with the 
said character. Mm. If that makes sense. So um, it is an urban legend. It is one that is known, I believe, whether you um, are told it by your parents or you hear of it from elsewhere, as I have. It is just a name that is said. Scooby-Doo yeah. probably would have mentioned something about the bogey, the boogeyman. I probably did, And yeah. I watched a lot of Scooby-Doo growing up, so... Finger in my butt. Huh? Finger in my butt. Yes, all right. Yeah, we, we haven't told the story of that. You've literally <laughs> just repeated it. Basically. Uh, <laughs> you remember There's a channel on YouTube uh, called OniNG, and it's very immature, but if you want to go check out his video of Scooby-Doo... Basically, it's just fucking stupid. And there's a line in it where Scooby-Doo basically wants a finger in his ass. Uh, yeah, so... Oh, God. How you know what we watch in our spare time? He watches. Hey, mate. He fucking watches. you got the reference. Um, yeah. So I've got two more here that are very short. Okay. Um, so, Paralyzed Kid, right? Yeah. Every single teacher in school... Slept with a child? There was always one in every school that Jesus. was an aunt. <laughs> Look, what happened between me and Mr. Avery was a fucking... <laughs> oh, sorry, Mr. Avery, I love you. Yeah, I know you do. After what we've been through, how could you not? Um... You good boy. You didn't give me an Easter egg that he didn't even buy because one child was misbehaving in my class. Mr. Avery, as lovely as you may be, go fuck yourself. <laughs> He's a lovely man. Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> ready, every... ready, go. Yeah. Stop it. Every child... Every... Oh, God. God, spit it Sorry. out, man. Spit you, it out. You throw me every... Here. every teacher had one kid that would fall back on their chair on the la- the the, bo- the back two legs yeah. and will fall off and paralyze themselves did you hear this no i knew that there was every uh, uh, more than one kid was doing it at one given time and didn't no teacher ever say don't do that all right Jeez. don't do that i know a kid that fell off of that and he can't walk now no i'm probably the worst person you could have told this to because i got teachers telling students off for doing that yeah. I never had one say I've had a child paralyzed. The only reason I've raised this is because I saw it posted on Reddit a couple of times. Yeah. On different forums and I was like, oh, it's not just me then. I'm not going to say it's impossible because I think... No, but I thought you would have heard it because we went to the same school. And well, we had a lot of the same teachers. No, I don't know. I remember children getting told off. Yeah. Because they were saying, oh, don't do that because I've, I've heard. I've heard the... the Oh, don't do that because you'll fall back and crack your head open. Mm. I've I've had children that have done that in my class over the years and they've cracked their head open. I've had that. Yeah, well, but that's not... the same sort of thing I'm on well, about. Nick, it's you always crack just your like... head open and still not be. Paralyzed. I don't think that's true. What? Crack your head open. That people are. I think people can crack their head it. open, mate. <laughs> God, you fucking pernickety bastard! <laughs> I think you're chatting out your ass if you don't. Right, we'll move on. Crack their head uh, open. Pencil no, boy. Can continue it, because you, you got cut off after three sentences. So basically what my point is, is that every teacher seemed to have a story of a kid that was paralysed from fucking rocking on their chair like buckaroo. Yeah, but also and, most of our teachers are miserable old bastards that only got happy when they went on a Kenya trip and came back and forced us to sing songs that she'd learned in Kenya. Miss Lewis. Miss Lewis. Yeah. The only thing I can thank you for is it's the same fucking year that I met this cunt. So thank you very much. 
Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> right. Hey, I've gotten better over the years, as have you, so... Pencil Boy. Yeah. This was one I heard uh, that happened in another school to mine and yours. Uh, I can't remember what school they said it was, but a child had had enough, decided to ram two pencils up his nose and slam his head into the desk. And it was always in an exam. That's what I heard. And that image... That is horrible. Yeah. For that, I'm going to put one in your head as well. All right. Toothpick under your toenail, kick a wall. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry for the listeners of this. I'm so sorry. But that is the worst one I could I've, I was ever told, and it's never left my mind. And if you want me to repeat it a bit slower, here it is: toothpick under the toenail, and then kick a wall. Pencils up the nose, you bastard! <laughs> Where's my pen gone? <laughs> up your nose. <laughs> I need to end it. Oh, that is horrid. Oh, I've lost it. That is oh, well. horrid. My dog's gonna eat that. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's yeah, what you get so, putting that. You didn't even prepare me I'm for sorry. That. I thought you knew it. Not what the pencil, pencil boy. I thought you would have known no, that. I thought you were going to be like, oh, there's always that one kid that used to buy stationery and sweets and sell them back to the students. I thought it was going to be some sort of like, like no. safe, that something like that. Because I know in Commonwealth we had a kid that was always buying like sweets and shit and selling them back yeah, to uh, students for like 20p more. Carter K. Not... No, I never bought shit from Carter Because you're not? No. Oh, mate, I used to... Go... I used to call him Cupcake, and you think I'm going to go buy shit from him? <laughs> we were the bullies. <laughs> um, you ready for me to do one? Yep. Yeah? All right, so the first one, like I said earlier, the first two aren't necessarily scary. Mm-hmm. This first one's got a bit of a dark side to it, but here right. we go. This one goes by two names, okay? And both names will kind of actually ruin the story. But I've got to tell them because they're the names of the story. So it's either called the ankle slicing car thief or the man under the car. <sighs> All right. Okay. This is an urban legend that tells of a driver that keeps hearing noises under their car when they are driving. Uh, when they step out of the car to investigate, their ankles get sliced open with a knife. Ooh. Imagine that. Ooh. Imagine that. So is there a guy underneath the car? Yeah. And he's just holding on, is he? Which makes this unrealistic. This is why I'm telling you it's not so. Talons. Yeah, unless this is a truck, this ain't happening. Uh, And even then, it's a bit of a push. Um, Yeah. So, when they are rolling around on the ground in pain, this is when the car thief emerges and steals the car. I mean... I told you these aren't long ones. No, that's but fair enough. I've got a few others. It puts read. a thought in your head, doesn't that's, it? That's, yeah, because I watched um, an episode of. Was it the. The, la, the Lost. Last. Was it The Last Kingdom or The Lost Kingdom? It was like a Viking. Oh, if it's Viking, mate, I'm none the ways or I have no, no idea what you're on about. I think it was The Last Kingdom, and it was about the Saxons versus the Vikings. And there was a scene in that where one of the Viking leaders is fighting another Viking leader. And he's a bit of a nutter. And basically he has the backs of his ankles sliced. And you see it and you're like... It's not nice, Holy is it? fuck, that when you think, painful. When you think as well that all your weight is on those parts of your mm. body. Mm. It's fucking horrible, isn't it? Do you Jesus. Am I doing another one? Yeah, go yeah. on. Right. This one is a bit more... This one's a bit better, as in it's not 
There's no slicing ankles. There's no slicing of any ankles, right? So this one's called the baby train. Okay. Okay. It's nothing sick, I do promise you. This is an urban legend which claims that a small town had an unusually high birth rate because a train would pass through the town at 5am and blow its whistle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Waking up all the residents in the area within the obviously the train station, yeah? Yeah. Since it was too late to go back to sleep and too early to get up, couples would have sex. This resulted in a mini baby boom. Mm. So baby train because obviously the train wakes up the parents, the parents then just have sex. Huh. Well um, I don't really have much to say about that. It's one, just but, a, kind yeah, of that's, a, that's, a, that's a weird one. Kind of a safe it's probably true that's what I mean I was, these yeah. first two words I said earlier could possibly be true yeah yeah alright because that that reminds me of um, there was a video I was watching about a place called Colonia Dignidad yeah and it was one of Doody's videos yeah I yeah think. go check him out Doody Rhino uh, not anymore just he's just Doody now on YouTube he yeah. does conspiracies he does uh, urban legends and all that sort of stuff same sort of stuff that we're trying to branch into yeah um yeah, so he did a, a video on Colonia Dignidad, and he talked about um, what's his name? I was going to say Angela Merkel. Then that's not it. Wow! <laughs> um, fucking oh god, what's his name? The Angel of Death guy, the Nazi doctor. That did oh, the, the guys with the twins experiment. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember his name, but um... it was. Yeah, the highest growth rate, uh, uh, the highest birth rate of twins. Yeah, it? that's what I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. Let me have a look because that's going to. He did me. that on the Happy Hour podcast. Oh, was it on that? Was it? Yeah, yeah. He did that on the on the Happy Hour. I podcast. think he's mentioned it several times. Yeah, because it was saying Hitler didn't die. Yeah, yeah, because that was a conspiracy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, conspiracy was Hitler didn't die, and it was actually the the body that um, has now been. Proved of, to be his proof, uh, wife. Yeah, it's proved it's, it's a woman. It's a 30-year-old 30, 30 woman, which obviously is not Hitler. Well. No, it's probably... Uh, oh, God, what's his fucking... Joseph Mengele. Jo- that's, that's... Jo- uh, Joseph Mengele. That's it. Not Ang- <laughs> Angela I'm Merkel. A... <laughs> yeah, not, not what you said. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. I think... And, and Isn't Angela Merkel the... Prime Minister of Germany or something. You said that, I heard Moaning Myrtle, and I was like, Let me have a look. Bring it straight back to fucking Harry Potter for you again. Somebody's like, either rip a fart outside or as a motorbike. Yeah, Angela Merkel. (laughs) Prime Minister of Germany. So (laughs) Fucking Angel of Death. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're both German. Yeah, you're on. I'm not saying that Angela Merkel is. Joseph Mengele the second Christ but um arguably he's probably worse what what Angela Merkel no fucking Joseph Mengele oh I'd say he's probably worse he um well Hitler was able to create an army of people just to dislike Jews he wasn't exactly fucking godsend was he well no I'm not saying Hitler's a saint in comparison no but but he also authorised the experiments on the the twins yeah so even though he wasn't conducting the experiments he authorised I think instead of authorising each individual one he was like just do what you fucking want mate yeah to be honest but there was no you know he he didn't care about the backlash he didn't care about the repercussions no well he didn't think there was going to be any no exactly but Eva Braun is the 
name of the woman who they thought yeah that's was it. Hitler's dead body yeah but, um, but Alex's story point. is essentially that he experimented on twins and then when World War 2 ended he escaped he, to um, South America wasn't it yeah and, and he the town that he was residing in now got basically highest, has the highest amount of twins yeah when it was funny that his major his sort of MO was experimenting on twins and yeah. working out how to create the Aryan race and double the rate of that. Yeah, because you say that you could have more soldiers yeah, exactly. born, yeah. um, double the amount of soldiers. But yeah, if you want to hear more about that, go check out yeah. Doody because he explains it way Check better. out... Oh, shit. So sorry. God. Um, an earthquake. <laughs> check yeah. out the first uh, Conspiracy Theory episode on the Happy Hour podcast because that's yes. where Doody yeah, Rhino talks about it. That's a good one. Or Jordan. Yeah, we're on a, Jordan, we're on a yeah. first name basis now so um, but yeah so that's that one then so yeah similar-ish stories I guess okay. uh, except for that one my one was a bit more family friendly PG clean mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> whereas uh, your one was obviously Jordan huh family friendly PG clean I heard that who did I hear that from Memeless yeah. yeah I think he was referencing one of Jake Paul's videos and he was like oh we're all family friendly PG clean yeah yeah, yeah. That's it. Right, so my third one, this is where it, go, it starts going down a bit of a rabbit hole now. This is where it starts to go downhill from here. Okay. Not in stories, but as in it's not as friendly. Yeah. Um, black-eyed children, or the black-eyed kids. Now, I have heard this story's title before. Yeah. But I don't remember the story itself. So, uh, the, uh, this is an urban legend of supposed paranormal creatures that resemble children between the ages of 6 and 16. Mm-hmm. With pale skin and black eyes, obviously, as the name dictates, who are reportedly seen hitchhiking uh, or panhandling or are encountered on doorsteps of residential homes. Tales of black-eyed children have appeared in pop culture since the late 90s. So there's nothing too freaky about them other than I, I don't like the idea of staring at, especially a kid that's just... Pale, with well, pretty yeah, black. I mean, dark. children in general are freaky. Yeah, alive or dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, especially Too when they've got black kids, eyes. Yeah. I mean, if anyone has got natural black eyes, I'm sorry, but you're a freaky, freaky child. You're fucking terrifying. I can tell you that. You're terrifying. It's bottomless pits of yeah. death. <laughs> Jesus, you're right, mate. Take, no. a, take a breath. Harry Potter, mate. I'm not all right. <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. yeah, there's no helping you. Um, I've just realised as well. We've just gone from the black guy children to cow tipping. <laughs> this is a real roller coaster. This is today, a roller coaster of emotions. Um, <laughs> uh, this is obviously if you've heard of cow tipping, it's the event of going up that cows sleep standing up. Mm. And that if you go into a field and scare them, they'll fall over, and it's apparently hilarious. Um, but it's a an activity of sne- yeah, sneaking up on unexpected or sleeping upright cows and pushing them over for entertainment. That's an urban legend because cows don't sleep standing up. I don't believe <laughs> cows don't sleep. Cows don't um, sleep. Um, Michael Jackson. Uh, so <laughs> what? Callback to the last episode. Oh, don't okay. Worry. Um, good to see you, listen. <laughs> yeah. All right, bear. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
Uh, I hear your voice on the podcast. I'm like, oh, I've had this conversation with him before. I uh, don't have to speak to him anymore than I have to. <laughs> I was there when we recorded it. I'm not watching it back. Well, except for when I'm editing. There's <laughs> two things that I think of when I think of cow tipping, and that is open. No, what was it? Cars. Was it open range. Open the... range. Oh no, no, not open range. That's a different film. I remember cars. Yeah, there was cars with the tractors, and they're like, and they tip up. And then the massive fucking combine harvester comes in and scared the shit out of me, that thing. Oh, that was a crazy (laughs) child. Um, And there was another one where, like, the. Was it Barnyard? Was that a film? Yes, it was a film. There were cows, and they could talk, and they were in charge of the farm. And then the kids came along on their bikes and tried tipping the cows. And then the cows got their own back on the humans because they pulled up in a car. And they were like, this is what we call boy tipping. <laughs> oh my God, that's so loud. I think that might have been Barnyard, yeah, but I've only seen that once or twice, so your, your memory's probably a lot better than oh, mine. Yeah, Barnyard was uh, a film of my childhood. <laughs> what if we had the same childhood? <laughs> yeah, Barnyard was a film of my childhood. Your childhood... Back in the day. Your childhood was filled with fucking... Beethoven and oh fuck off it's Beethoven God's sake I listen to Bark <laughs> tribal chanting there's a difference okay <laughs> listen to fucking Tchaikovsky alright you don't even know who that is oh no because I was born in the 20th fucking 20th century I'm a ghost ooh urban legends ooh. wait were we, we born in the 21st century yeah I just said 20th. That's when you were born. <laughs> I was born in 1907, not 1997. Yeah. That's how your brain comes to ground anyway. Have you got any more? Or am I just yeah, doing mine? I need to... Uh, cut my laptop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There you go. Hurry up, please. Fucking in front of me. Oh, yeah, just put it on your lap. You fucking... What do you mean put it on my lap? I mean, put it on... You, you, you know you got legs. You know you got legs, mate. You get plastered legs. In. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is how you deal with bad behaviour, right? What you do is dip bastard legs in. <laughs> well, let's dip head in first, I think. That's what you get for dip, stealing my dip, a, dip bastard head in, then your legs, and then your heads, and then legs, and legs again, and that's that'll teach little bastard to steal me cheese. <laughs> Uh, I don't expect anyone to get that. No. Uh, that's an inside joke. <laughs> if if this helps, it's the video of the kid being dunked in the holy water. He's like, where's my money, Wazowski? <laughs> I know you got my fucking money. <laughs> uh, oh. Let me just go have another look. <laughs> that's funny. Oh. Right. So shall I read Yeah, do one of yours. Oh, dear. There we go. Oh, now you're doing it. Oh, crying. Fucking shit show here, aren't it? Where's my money, Wazowski? <laughs> you know I'm good for it, man. <laughs> Where's my money, shithead? <laughs> so, the first one I've got is called The Crying Girl at King's Cross. Ooh. So, this one intrigued me because uh, I've not been to King's Cross. Uh, and, the, and the story implies it might involve a little girl, so you're all ears. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, man. I'm gloss over that. Um, <laughs> Wait, you for fuck's sake, man. 
fuck's sake, man. For fuck's sake, man. So. Some say King's Cross Station is haunted by the spirit of a crying young woman. On the evening of 18th of November... I'll read that again. On the evening <laughs> of the 18th, because they've not put the... That fucking annoys me. On the evening of the 18th of November in 1987, there was a truly horrifying fire on the Piccadilly Line escalator. Oh. Now, I'd heard of this separately. I hadn't. Um, because they used to have wooden escalators in underground and stuff, instead of the metal ones now, which look like shit. At King's Cross Railway Station. At this, uh, at this time, the escalator was made of wood. There we go. And the grease under the contraption made it a fire hazard, waiting to ignite. And ignite it did. A match was dropped down the side of the escalator, spreading a major blaze that burned so hot the ticket office floor melted and collapsed. 31 people brutally died in the blaze, and a further 100 were injured. Now, I know for a fact that 40 odd people were trampled to death in this fire because it was a massive fire and people were running to get out. Yeah, what, so, out of the 100 injured? Yeah, uh, no. I think that 31's wrong because I heard 41 somewhere else. Oh, okay. It's a bit more of a reliable source. But. Could be, could not be. Actually, it was a YouTube. Oh, sorry, video. were you there? Who the fuck knows? Were yes, you, I, I've were already you clarified there? I'm a ghost. Were you, were you there? <laughs> anyway. I actually counted it was 55 that died on that day. That died. Anyway, so. Uh, there was people trampled. There was women, children, all sorts that died. <laughs> Dogs, donkeys, yeah, elephants. Uh, those who died so horribly. What? Why is, <laughs> that, why is there a full stop there? Any sense? That does not make any sense. Thank you. That's there's literally a, it's a six-letter sentence after injured. So, a further 100 people injured. Those who died did so horribly. Oh, right. There we go. That makes sense. I just but then, why is that full stop did. after injured? Those who died did so horribly. There should be a comma there. Yeah. But I read it as those who died so horribly. Oh, did you not read Which doesn't make sense. Did. I didn't read the did. Oh. Okay, yeah, fair enough. That would mean My mistake. as well. I should have um, They say that a traumatic death is a ghost maker. And 31 people had just that. One spirit that has been regularly spotted in the area of the station where the fire blazed is a young crying woman. In 1998, a man spotted a distressed woman crying into her hands. When he went to ask her if she was okay, he passed straight through her. This is one of many sightings, sightings, sightings of the crying girl, with some saying that they have seen a woman with long brown hair screaming with her arms outstretched and when they go to assist her she isn't there ah <laughs> I mean that would be terrifying that would if be I terrifying. saw you doing that yeah. down at the London Underground <laughs> okay so that is that one the, the crying now we're on to a little bit more of a morbid story here. Oh god. I mean, you can't really get more morbid than 30 to 40 children and women and men getting trampled to death, can you really? 9-11. But, 
<laughs> That's for our conspiracy theories episode. <laughs> well, it definitely happened. It's just the way it happened. Or did when... it? What, you're just saying that all those people that died didn't die, Alex? You inconsiderate arsehole. Yes. <laughs> wow. You just started. Everyone, everyone in the planet is a liar. <laughs> Go to right. Bohemian Grove. <laughs> So, this one is called The Suicide Pool. I thought he was going to say Suicide Forest. I was like, yeah, Logan went there. (laughs) The Suicide Squad. What is this? Some kind of Suicide Squad? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that was a little bit horrifying, to be fair, mate. Jesus. That's the Harry Potter demons taking over. (laughs) Oh my god. So... <clears throat> stretching <laughs> stretching from the fringes of London deep into Essex is the Epping Forest. This has been the What's Epping. funny about that? The Epping Forest. Epping. Yeah, I know what you said, I'm just <laughs> The Epping It's like a family friendly Stretching one. from the fringes of London deep into Essex is the Epping Forest. <laughs> this oh, has been a place of <laughs> This has been a place of myth and curiosity. Mm. It is in the forest that Dick Turpin's gang piled their trade and Elizabethan poets found their inspiration. But aside from all of this, it's a place of darkness and unsettling legends. You can choose which perspective you wish to view the forest in, but many have been left terrified because of its tales. But none can complete... Complete... Sorry, because I'm looking through the mic thing here. Well, um, you... <laughs> but none can compete to the tale of the fucking suicide ball. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to do that. The story begins a few decades ago, where a young couple were followed to the pool, uh, p- pond, sorry, by the girl's father. Although this part of the tale is hazy, it is said that they confronted him, and soon after that, were faced with death. The father killed them by launching them into a pond. Soon after, the water faded to a blackish shade. Wildlife at the brim began to die. Then the bodies started to appear. First a woman was found dead beside the pool. Then another... <coughs> Then another female was found, with her young child dead beside her. Rumours began to surface that the pool was drowning people in. Drowning? <laughs> That's clever. It was, That's clever. It How was... fucking stupid am I? <laughs> <laughs> the pool... <laughs> <laughs> was it drowning people in, Cal? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God, you're making me... You're making me fuck up. <laughs> Rumours began to surface that the pool was drawing ah. people in. Leading them to their death. Nobody knew why this was happening, nor what was causing it, but it became out of boundaries, and the people were sworn not to mention it. It was there that the story stops. The supposed Epping Pool is still out there, unmarked on maps, unknown by citizens. 
And there's a little little scream for you. <laughs> I don't know whether you would have heard that, but we've got very considerate neighbours. <laughs> what was the last sentence? Sorry, right. Well, <laughs> unknown by citizens. <laughs> she just helped make it finalise the story, really, didn't she? Yeah. So, yeah, um, if you know where Epping Forest is, go check it out. <laughs> or not. <laughs> I mean, why don't we get you, we, we are giving you full recommendation that is totally, 100% definitely safe to go and check out <laughs> Epping Forest Suicide Pool. Uh, 100%. Endorsed by original copycats. <laughs> no, endorsed by this prick. Get out of it. Right, move out. Move aside, Ginger Nut. I've got one for you now. Kill switch. Uh, you might want to finish your drink, mate, because this is gonna, this is gonna make your nips hard. <laughs> All right, and not in a good way. Okay. Kill switch is a fictional video game. Whoa! Yeah. Oh God! Don't <laughs> ever do that again. Jesus Christ. I meant it as in like in a nervous way, not in a sexual way, you dirty perv. What's wrong with you? <laughs> this makes me think of a, a game called Polybius, you which is very similar, idea. and it wasn't meant to be what, like this. Very similar to a fictional video game? That's all I've said so far. Yeah. There was a video game called Polybius, and it was supposedly like the CIA mind control experiment that uh, went wrong and basically made everyone ill. In the 80s. Like 5G? Yeah, that sort of thing. Like an olden times 5G. Right. Olden times. Yeah, olden carry on. Ti- oh, the time you were born, yeah. Right. According to the legend, this game can only be played once. Alright. If your character dies or you manage to complete the game, the game will delete itself and will leave no trace. It has also been cited as the primary inspiration between... The creepy pasta Ben drowning. I have got the creepy pasta here as a story. Okay, so quick question about that video game. Yeah. What happens if you lose? It just deletes itself. I thought that was if it wins. If no. you win. It says here. Well, the game can be played once. If your character dies or oh, right. you manage to complete What's it. What's the point? So, what, hang on, what is this exactly? What's the point of this game then? Does it kill you if you play it? No, it's not Jumanji. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's not how it works. Look, I told you at the start of this, alright? They more... don't, don't have to be scary. And you said, yeah, what's, No, it's not an urban legend. Scary. That's, that's no, the, the fucking... urban legend is. That's just a game. Yeah, that's the urban legend. Is that there's a game. That just deletes itself. Goodbye. Didn't complete That's just it. the shittest Goodbye. urban legend. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> once upon a time, the people thought there was this game that you could play once. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't think it, Alex. It's been proven. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, but there's not a legend, though, is it? Snurban legend. <laughs> Snurban legend. Snurban legend. <laughs> Shut up. A Pokemon. <laughs> You're a Pokemon. I play Snurba Legend. <laughs> right, grow well, up. You can yeah. only play him once. <laughs> grow up. 
Sit the fuck down. <laughs> All right. You ready for my last one here? Sit me down. Actually, it's not my up. last one. It's not even close to my last one. I've got, I've got two more after this one. Great. So have I. Right. This is one you must have you must have heard of. You must have heard of. Man in Black. I know the films. Yeah. I've been on the ride the at films, uh, Orlando Resort. The films are based off an urban legend. Okay. According to this. Hit me. Unless the urban legend was made after the films, then the urban legend's based off the films. Right. But no, it says here it's an urban legend. And a conspiracy theory. Okay. Am I boring you? Sorry. Am I fucking boring you? <laughs> no, you interrupted it. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Sort your shit out, mate. I'm trying to talk about Men in Black here. <laughs> this is some real deal shit here and you're just you're ruining it for me. Are you ready? Hey! 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 You ready? Yeah. Men in Black is an urban legend and <laughs> conspiracy theory claiming that men dressed in black suits. No. Who claim to be government agents who harass or threaten (laughs) (laughs) who harass or threaten UFO witnesses or victims. Right. Or alleged alien abductions to keep them quiet about what they've seen. So, it's just people that go around beating the shit out of crazy people and I've seen... I was going to do an accent of a Texan person then. I was like, I'm not going to do that because that's very stereotypical for somebody who's been kidnapped by aliens. Yeah. That dog don't got me... <laughs> they went and probed my ass. They got their finger put up my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, it just sounds like these people have watched Men in Black and gone... No, because it's, it's not mentioned any aliens. It's just saying the victims... But they harass. Do you know what? That would make a fucking cracking urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shut the fuck up. Unbelievable. Sounds like you said unbelievable. Right, let me finish, man. Sorry, the spider bite. Spider bite. Spider bite. Wait, the mic's Spider bite. That was actually crystal clear as well. Right. Possibly one of the more believable urban myths. Believable. Possibly. Not guaranteed. Maybe. Possibly, maybe. Allegedly. 100% definitely. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> this one tells of the tale of a young person. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> often a traveller to a far-flung location. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm just going to keep saying that. Then. Allegedly, maybe. Who is bitten by a spider and or an ant. That's a possibility. That They're has, quite different things. That has happened 100% definitely. What? A spider or an ant. A spider or an ant has bitten somebody, yeah, yeah. I can attest to that. Yeah, exactly. On returning home, the victim experiences a hatching 
whereby parasite baby spiders or ants burst out of their skin. There is an mm. FYI on this one. Yeah. FYI. This is not true. This isn't physically possible. <laughs> <laughs> but it hasn't stopped parasitology yeah. being a defining feature of the body horror g- uh, genre from Alien and Wrath of Khan to Stephen King's Dreamcatcher and Stephanie Me- Meyer's The Host. Mm-hmm. Don't know any of them really. Not a clue. Alien. Not a, a, a foggiest idea. Although, what was the second but, one? What do you mean? The second example they gave it was the Alien and then. Wrath of Khan. Oh, that, that's Star Trek. I, I haven't seen it though. Mate. Just you talking. I think Forrest. Do that. Go on. Shut up, mate. What? <laughs> you ready for my last one here? I know they are. Okay, go. Avebury. You must know of Avebury. It is real. If you're travelling from Swindon to. Towards devices, you will pass, unless you go a different way, but I highly doubt it. You'll pass through Avebury. Okay, it's a lovely little place. Hmm. Which, it's stone circles that you see in the fields with the sheep, yeah? Mm-hmm. Dating back millennia. Alright? Right. It is a favourite destination for those who believe such sites retain... F- uh, is that oh god psychic psychic I thought so just spout really weird isn't it psychic traces of the ancients for whom they were both home and places of worship okay we're getting there we're getting there whatever one's belief is it doesn't take too much uh, imagination to be awed on walking among the stones Mm -hmm. I've never walked amongst the stones I've driven past them Okay, they're I've just, walked through the stones. They're big stones. There's a lot of stones that have runes and things carved onto them. Do they? Yeah, from like paganistic yeah. rituals. And oh, yeah. That's how I feel, Bear. He doesn't shut the fuck up, does he? Yeah. You try and explain something about to runes. him. You try and explain Carved in stone. Right? And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Don't watch your big ass nose when you fucking get up close to the microphone, mate. All right. So what you're telling me is, is that, that there's runes on the stones, mate. That's what that's I'm telling you. Something. You're fucking so this is making sense to you so far. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Guess what? Do you what? know how much you've got to pay to go see Stonehenge? A lot. Like thirteen quid. Yeah? yeah. You could drive past them and get just enough, close enough to see them. You don't need to go and walk you up don't. to them. Unless you're gonna waste them all time. Come here for a bloody shootout. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come here for a fucking shootout. <laughs> like, a shootout? It's a fucking shootout. <laughs> he just comes back in with a fucking hammer. He's like, what? <laughs> right, let's continue before we drift Good off film. entirely to this, Good right? Film. Uh, nothing to do with April Stone. No, no, it doesn't. And I've never seen that. I've only just seen that clip. Oh, um, nice. I should probably see it because it made me laugh. <laughs> right there we go hey that is so random everything I've just said about those fucking stones by the way completely irrelevant okay. to the story at hand okay <laughs> right Avebury is also home to the Red Lion pub yes this true pub, 
You should have seen. Haunted toilets, I believe. Well, fuck off, mate, really? <laughs> was that your story? <laughs> no, it's not actually. I was going to say. Yeah. It's not really an urban legend, that's more of a ghost story. I typed in urban legends, mate. This is what come up, so fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <I> do, do. <laughs> Yeah, shit, he does that quite a lot, doesn't he? Oh, he's rubbing off on me, and not in a good way. Um, which often crops up on a list of Britain's most haunted places. Yes. Yes, but it's an urban legend, because... It's word of mouth. Exactly. Mm. Welcome. <laughs> a phantom carriage, ghostly children, and the spectres of a woman and her lover. Murdered. Centuries ago, by a vengeful husband. This fucking vengeful. <laughs> Are said to be among... <laughs> I didn't even read this bit. Are said to be among the non-liquid spirits. <laughs> they're fucking bogey, man. So they're dead, yeah. They're just not with the fucking alcohol. Because <laughs> it's, it's a oh, pub! Sent Bacardi pub. over there. <laughs> Fucking Smirnoff over there. <laughs> Such a ghost. Right, that's mine done, mate. Well, speaking of Avebury... Um, oh, God, please don't. There is a series that was filmed back in the 70s Ooh. called Children of the Stones. And it's basically about these two people, uh, father and son, who go to live in Avebury, or wherever it is, set in the Unlucky TV programme. And basically it's run by a cult. The whole village is run by a cult. And they're sacrificing people, and sounds like my kind of place. All the children are getting turned into stone, basically. So that's what the stones oh, are, like Jack and Jill. Like Jack and Jill. Yeah, I'm just. Gonna, got Do you my, know what Jack and Jill is? I got my, they went up a hill, fetched a pile of water. Yeah, Jack fell down and broke his crown. Turned into a stone. Turned into a stone. <laughs> Jill came tumbling down after him. Yeah, turned into a stone too. I meant Hansel and Gretel. Oh right, with gingerbread. I don't really. Yeah, I don't really know that story. The witch cooks children into gingerbreads and then stands them outside her house ah. and the film is terrifying because Hansel and Grail walk towards his house mm. and then there's just like these gingerbread men down the pathway and Ooh. they're like watching they're like staring at Hansel and Grail as they walk past and it's kids and they cry and they cry fucking hell yeah it's terrifying yeah that sounds like yeah. it yeah Hansel and Grail obviously don't get made into gingerbreads and then all the other kids escape from the gingerbreads mm. <laughs> well yeah it's very similar melts, to that um, but for, with stone right yeah it, it's basically Hansel and Get- Gettle Hansel and Gettle Hansel and Gettle yeah Hansel and Gretel but with stone yeah. so yeah um, and another thing I've seen people having um, like hippie festivals and stuff at Avebury and they all go around with their flower necklaces on and shit like that. That's really random. So it's not an urban legend, then, is it's, it? No, there is some truth to this whole paganism and Wiccan magic and everything that goes along with Avebury, um, which does interest me as a general topic. I, I do like this all, all of that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't believe that the stones hold any significant magic power or anything like that. It's more likely that Harry Potter has curses and spells written in it. Yeah. actually do damage what I'm curious is with Stonehenge included in this yep. why the fuck when they found the said stones did they have to move them miles away 
Just plump the stones down. Yeah, I don't know. They say it's something to do with the calendar, don't they? What do you mean to, calendar? They say that um, Stonehenge is like a calendar for like the seasons. So it's like the beginning of the summer solstice and the end of the winter solstice and all that. And it's to do with the sun and everything. Yeah, they just didn't have to move it 100 miles away. I know, and I agree, like, what was the point in making Avebury and all that? If that's what you're getting Well, on. that's racist towards Avebury. Yeah, it's not racist. <laughs> Placist. Placist. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, Stonehenge is surrounded in mystery, and so is Avebury, and it's all to do with stones. Yeah, they could have just left them where they were, just stood them up. Pretty much. Yeah. Right, well, we'll move on to uh, the last two urban legends that we've got, I think, unless you have any more? No. Okay, well, I will get on with mine then. So, these are two Japanese urban legends, because the Japanese, if they're good for one thing, it is for urban legends. Um. (laughs) Oh my god, I'll have you know, actually, the finest McDonald's toys come out of China and Japan. (laughs) China and Japan. Japan. I was like, I was going to say from China and Japanese. I was like, it's not called Japanese, is it? <laughs> so, Hikiko. Excuse me. Sorry, I sneezed. Yeah, uh, I was racist. Hikiko was a girl who was physically mistreated by her parents. The beatings were so bad that they caused physical defamations. Uh, because of this. Her classmates made fun of her. Bastards. Her teachers did nothing to avoid the bullying, and they were very strict with her. From this point, there are two versions of this story. The short version says that Hikiko committed suicide. The long version tells that one day after leaving class, Hikiko found a kitten and began to take care of it. She took care of this kitten every day by bringing him food and kept him safe in a box. One day, seeing that lately she looked unhappy, uh, she looked happy and lively, three of the bullies followed her to see what made her so happy. They hid and watched as she took care of the kitten. The next day, when she went to see the kitten as usual, it was gone. Oh, no. Instead, she found a note from the bully saying, if you want to see the kitten alive, come to the teacher's parking. She went to see. Uh, she went to the parking lot. She found that the children had tied the kitten with a rope around its neck to the teacher's car. Oh God! At the same time, the teacher was leaving the school building and getting into her car without noticing the kitten and started the car. Oh. <laughs> Ikiko launched herself to protect the kitten. She clung onto the rope and. Sorry. She clung to the rope and protected the kitten with her body. The car drove several kilometres with the girl clutched protecting the kitten before the teacher realised what was happening. When the teacher finally stopped the car, the kitten was alive because Hikiko had protected him with her body. But sadly, Hikiko was dead from being dragged several kilometres. In this version of the kitten... Two days later, the three bullies were found dead. In either version, Hikiko becomes a vindictive spirit that walks through Japanese schools, punishing or killing children who bully others. 
Sometimes she kills them without any reason. For instance, some children who told the police they had seen Hikiko were found dead the next day. Not the police. Hikiko is described as a girl dressed in white with long black hair. Surely this description sounds familiar to you. No. No? No. It is rumoured that Hikiko's name, when she was alive, was Sadako. And in the movie The Ring... They were inspired by the legend of Hakiko to make the film. Now, do you think of like a long dress with like greasy black hair? And uh, greasy black hair. Um, there's a few people at school that match that description. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you meant? I know. I know who you're on about. By the way, before you <laughs> before you search it up, yes, I remember her. Yeah, that freaky bitch. Yeah. Ugh, look at that. <laughs> Not for me. Dude, right, none anyway. None of the listeners can actually... Oh. Nah, fuck them, mate. Whoa, um, fuck you. Yeah. The second one is called Teka Teka. Teka Teka is generally a woman, although in some versions it's a man. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't have... Uh, it, it doesn't have the power... No. It doesn't have the lower part of a body. Where did you get power from? It doesn't have the power. <laughs> it's not He-Man. Oh my I God. don't have the power. <laughs> it is said that she fell into the train tracks, whether by accident, was pushed, or attempted suicide by jumping. Either case, the train didn't kill her, but cut, it, uh, cut her in half separating her legs from the rest of her body. That's why now she crawls using her hands, and that produces a sound that Japanese describe as teka-teka. Some people say that she bled out to death slowly. How do you know teka-teka? Did you Google Translate? Mate. Tiki-tiki. It might be tiki-tiki, but exactly. from other people saying it, it's been teka-teka. I know, right? but tiki-tiki sounds cool. Unbelievable teka-tekas. Yeah, but... <laughs> Produces a sound that the Japanese describe as tiki tiki. Maybe sounds it's quite fun and happy. Maybe it's some ASMR. <laughs> it's like... Anyway, uh, some people say that she dead uh, dead out to bled. <laughs> some people say she dead. Some people dead. She t- said bled to slowly. Oh my god. Others. <laughs> oh my days. Some people said that she bled out to death slowly. Others say that she tried to ask for help, but the train station staff, instead of helping her, suffocated her with a plastic bag. (laughs) Jesus Christ! Oh my God. Her death was agonising, and since then she became a vindictive spirit. They like that word here, don't they? They do, yeah. That roams around Japan. There are numerous stories about people who, after leaving work or school, have met this terrifying woman. Trying to run away is useless, since despite not having any legs, it runs a lot. (laughs) 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 And reaches you in seconds. Come here. (laughs) Some say she is trying to get legs. Get legs. Some say she's trying to get legs. Some say she's trying to get legs. Come here, bastard. (laughs) But others believe that she is simply angry because the station staff didn't help her. Or because in some versions, she was raped 
and thrown slash abandoned on the train rail. The train railways. There we go. A variant of the legend says that the real name of the woman who died was Kashima Ryoko. I think that's pronounced right. Uh, then when she appears in front of someone, she says, Where are my, Where legs? Are my legs? Where are my legs gone? If you answer correctly, your legs are on the Maishin Expressway. It will be okay. <laughs> but if you don't give the answer, she will cut your legs off using a sickle. She will also ask what her name is. But if you answer Kashima Ryoko, she will kill you. What you have to do is answer Kamen Shininma, which is literally oh. Mask Death Demon. Mishinima. <laughs> <laughs> which is what the kanji of her name means. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty fucked. Um. Um, Fucking teka teka. Uh, there was another thing I read that basically the the reason that it makes this teka teka sound is that she's been running on her hands for so long that they've turned to bone. Oh, and that's okay. the noise of the bone I on it was the floor. Fingertips. Oh, can you imagine that? It's just like because then but, it wouldn't oh, be going teka teka, would it? No. I was no. right, bitch. All right, mate. You fucking nonce. <laughs> So that is the podcast. Uh, what? <laughs> that is the podcast of thought. So that is uh, all we have on Urban Legends, I, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. has been quite fun, actually, yeah, uh, talking good. about. Why did you stuff. sound so surprised? Because I thought mine was shit. I thought it was going to be a fucking and To be honest. Your one about fucking whatever the fuck it was. You have to be more specific, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, what was it called? Do you want to read them out for you? It was a, it was a really shit one. Oh, the video game one. What about it? The one that it was so shit that it wasn't an urban legend. It was just a it story that legend. someone's probably is that made not up. What an urban legend is. Yeah, but exactly. at least an urban legend has got some sort of thrill to it. Yeah, this one. Whereas it deletes itself. Yeah, there's a game that you can play once and then it's gone. Yeah, but it deletes Great. itself. What, what the fuck is this game then? A game that deletes itself. What? <laughs> nah, shit. Your stories include a woman with no legs chasing people down. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. It's also not real. Who says? The same person that says that. This kill switch can't be real. Yeah, but if it is real, it's pointless. Whereas if a woman's yes. chasing you but, with fucking no legs, okay, there's well, this, a point to that because she to wants it, legs. Let's add to it then. If your character dies in the game, you die. It's an urban legend. We can do whatever the fuck we want with it. Right? <laughs> let's make our own. If you Once win... there were two podcast hosts. If you win, you get a million pounds. If you lose... You die. Fair enough. Well, I know we were going to uh, put a poll up on Instagram. Yes, but, Polish. But we didn't do that, uh, mainly because I couldn't be asked. <laughs> and if only three people responded to it, it'd be a Yeah, it'd kind of be yeah. a bit of a pointless yeah. thing. Maybe um, if we we would to... like to say that we are noticing who's watching these things as well. I check regularly on the host website to see who's downloading and... I've noticed we've got a few listeners in America. Whee. So, hello to you guys. Hello. Uh, it's it's pretty cool that we're 
international in some ways. We're international. Copyright. Yeah. Strike twice now. Don't give a shit. Whoa, I do. About what? We're not making money. Yet. Exactly. So, I think that's probably it for today. We will be back, hopefully, within a week or two weeks, depending on how long it takes us to edit. We're trying to find a better file sharing service so we can send things to us yeah, easier. Because Dropbox isn't exactly the best at the moment for some reason. The YouTube clips are a week behind at the moment because of not having the clips. <laughs> yeah, but so. we'll get round to that, I'm sure. So, we will be back in a week or two weeks. Um, anything else to say? Um... I feel like there's something, but I can't remember. Yeah, I feel like there's something. I can't remember. Do you like that? I loved it. It was. It felt very personal. Oh, mate. Fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> so famous. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we've ended this three times. We have. We'll see you in the next one. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa!